I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome to the Watford Buzz podcast. Matt Messiano here alongside Jordan Weimer and a special guest here, newcomer to the show, Aaron Bennis. Uh, Aaron, welcome along. I uh, understand that you're a, you're a listener of the show as well. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Cool. And you um, you have a role within football. You work uh, in the media department at Borehamwood? I do, yeah. Uh, I played there in the summer. Uh, I got an internship for the season and um, I think I'm going to be doing it for next season as well. So I look forward to that. Nice. They've been having a great season, haven't they? Very good. Yeah, I haven't really couldn't have asked for a better one. Did you get a chance to go along to the uh, the FA Cup game at Everton? Yeah, we were in the press box. Uh, we went clubbing with the players afterwards. It was incredible. You went clubbing with the players afterwards. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? It was weird, especially considering Lloyd Doyle was there. So you know, oh, yeah, of with your, with your childhood hero was something special. Yeah, I bet. Wow. What, what was what was Lloyd like in the club? Oh, he's loving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, loving it. Oh, I can imagine pulling pulling out the moves. What do, what, what do you reckon Lloyd dances like, Jordan? Oh man, I, I, I wouldn't put too much into it. I imagine it's not the best, but then again, I could be surprised. <laughs> oh, could I'm be just imagining it now. Um, but Aaron, you are a, a you know a, a big Watford fan as as well as working for Borehamwood. And uh, what's your what's your feeling of 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 the season overall been? You've been to a lot of the games this season. Yeah, um, to be honest, it's, it's, we all know how disappointing it's really been, but I can't say I've been too surprised. I, I mean, I had no faith really going into it. You know, we, we had a bunch of problems that we all knew about in the summer. Um, didn't start well, and it hasn't really got much better by like, the old moments, maybe on the Ranieri. And now we've got the rest of the season to kind of fix that. I think we, we still have a chance to survive, but to be honest, I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not really looking up um, for, for it, to be honest. Jordan, I mean, we we chat, you know, almost every week. But um, <laughs> would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, man. I mean, it's hard. Look, we're in the, the difficult situation, so it's hard. You know, if you're if you're in this situation this time of the season, generally there's going to be quite a few negatives to draw from. But you know, if we are still miraculously in a position where we can we can possibly get out of it, still, I think similar to the, the last time we were in the Premier League, we kind of were at this stage of the season and you know went down to the last day. And as long as you're in touching distance you've got the opportunity and whilst there have been a lot of negatives there have been glimpses of, uh, of, of positive things that have kind of come along um, and you know yesterday was kind of uh, yesterday kind of felt like that again in the sense that 
the result overall was bad, but you know we obviously needed something or hope hope for something out of that game. But the fact that we were able to go there and we actually had some positives to take away from the performance. So um, yeah, it's kind of a little bit up and down, but uh, I think the, the kind of real overall feeling of the season will only be determined once that that final table is decided. Yeah, yesterday of course was uh, Liverpool away after a period of a couple of weeks without any uh, Premier League football because internationals were taking place and a whole host of. Watford players were out there doing the business for their club. But when it got down to uh, the game yesterday, I suppose there was a little bit of hope in, in the air, just based on the fact that Watford were coming into this one off of a win, which was which was positive. But um, playing against the likes of Liverpool, you know, going for the title, I don't think anyone expected much more than, uh, than a defeat. But 2-0 actually... Is it that bad a defeat, or at least it's not as bad as, as perhaps some people were were feeling it might be? Well, no, I think also the fact we had opportunities to win that game and opportunities did, to, to draw the game. So, um, if you're kind of looking at that one, you obviously if you come away with something, that's that's great. That's that's optimal, but. Um, I think just seeing some improvement in performance, seeing us seeing us be competitive in that sort of fixture. Obviously, the, the intangibles you can take away, we can't really gauge in, in terms of the effect it has on the team. But I'm sure, um, I'm sure going there and playing well and having the opportunities to win, whilst there'll be some frustration not coming away with something, I'm sure it kind of leave you a little bit of, uh, of a positive feeling coming into the next game. We've got obviously big games coming up, important games that are. You know, must win, must must draw, must get points. And um, yeah, I think there were some positives that we. We, we could have done some things better for sure. We weren't perfect, obviously. We didn't come away with the points, but you know, we were able to create opportunities. I thought we we restricted Liverpool quite well, especially compared to you know some of the previous times we played there. Uh, it's definitely one of the better performances, and um, you know, it, it, it could have been different. So, I think we tried to try and take the positives from that because it wasn't it was not all bad. That's for sure. Aaron, you were able to watch the game yesterday. Did you, did you feel as though Watford, you know, had a, had a decent showing against a, you know a very tricky side in Liverpool? Yeah, it was it was definitely a better performance than I would have ever expected. Um, I mean, in regards to going into it, you know, it was, there's only so much hope you can have going into the away game in Liverpool, especially with the state that we've been in. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by the performance. Um, you know, we showed some good stuff. Uh, we had some. I'd say we don't had enough chances to maybe get something from the game, but ultimately you need to take those chances against the side of Liverpool's quality. You know, you could have in the first half and Jai Pedro in the second. You know, these were really crucial opportunities. Um, but you know, like I said, sides of Liverpool will punish you, and that's what happened. But I think as long as we can replicate that sort of performance going forward, you know, we've got a number of winnable winnable games, especially at home. Then, you know, like I said, anything can really happen at the end of the season. Um, so just got to replicate that performance and hope we can be more winnable opposition. Yeah, you mentioned the Uri Kuchka chance there. It was um, a really good movement that uh, set him up for the, for the opportunity. But should he have done a bit better there? I, I realise Alisson was out of, off his line very quick, but um, you feel as though in that, that moment, maybe there was uh, more that could be done. It was a difficult angle, wasn't it? It was a tough one. Um it's some good play that kind of got us in position. And then, yeah, it's just unfortunate it fell to Kutschka really rather than uh, maybe some of the forwards we had available there. But mm. yeah, he could have done better, but it was a tough chance. I think I think the Pedro one that comes later is the one you really look at as that opportunity. But yeah, it was another good chance that we we, we could have definitely capitalised on. Um, it, is, it is a shame. I thought there was another one similar to that with Kutschka recently. I can't mind. I'm trying to think what game yeah, it was. I, but... see, I think Kutschka's done that. Few times in recent games, to be fair. Yeah, there's an opportunity he had, but he just wasn't quite able to take it. And look, you know, we don't bring Kutschka in necessarily for his finishing ability. So it's, 
it's just one of those things. But um, yeah, it, it was it was frustrating, but it, it did. You know, we felt positive because we were making those chances. And previously, we've not really we've not really touched Liverpool. I can't even remember us scoring much at Liverpool when we played there in recent years. Um, so you know, being, being able to go there and, and make some opportunities and. and I thought it was decent. It's just a shame that we weren't able to capitalise a little bit quicker, especially with the uh, yeah that Kushka chance early on was uh, was disappointing. He's a player that really divides opinion, isn't he, from the fans? You know, you, you either love him or you hate him, don't you? He's the Marmite player, isn't he? Well, but he's up, he's but he's up and down in games, isn't he? That's the thing. It's he. I thought yesterday. I thought overall on the bounce things, he was pretty good. Um, he he was quite tidy in the ball. Uh, he's used to the balls a little bit better. He was obviously strong in the challenge. All these things you'd expect. He he was competitive, combative in there. But you know, he goes and he, he goes and does gives away a foul for a penalty towards the end of the game. It's just it's just mindless and it's it's very frustrating because you kind of undo that work and you know you can you can change how you feel about you know Kuchka in the in, in the ninety minutes. It's just so. It's so up and down. So it's a little bit, yeah, disappointing because it's just a completely needless um, needless penalty to give away as well. And it really undermines the positives, which is a shame because he, he could have had a good game yesterday. Yeah, Roy Hodgson was very disappointed about that um, decision. Did he have much of a leg to stand on, Aaron? I don't think so. Um, first viewing, clear penalty for me. You had that VAR check, you know, it was maybe a couple angles that could have shown maybe, um, I think it was Jota, I was holding on to Kutzka as well, but I don't think you have any complaints for it. It was really mindless from Kutzka, um, especially at such an important stage of the game. It was only 1 0, we were still in it and we were playing well. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think we've really got anything there, to be fair. I know Yota's good in the air as well. He obviously scored the first goal, but I just feel like it seems completely unnecessary. When you're in a, when you're in a one-on-one marking situation, it's one thing if, if Yota's moving in the box and getting the step on you and he's finding the space um, kind of as the ball's coming into the box and you're running towards your own goal. But when you're defending from a corner and you're starting from a stationary position, you, you're man-to-man. You have to back yourself if you're Kushka to be able to, to, to beat Yota in that situation without bringing them to the ground. I think it's just a, an insane decision and it's just so obvious, especially when you know VAR is in the game. You're going to run that risk because everything can be reviewed, and you know you can take into consideration if you want to. Obviously, you talk about would that be given the other end, all those sorts of things. It, even if it's a one percent chance that that it could be, you know, that could be a fact. You just don't do it. You just stay away from it. You just play the game, man. It's really frustrating, uh, and you, you'd hope you'd expect better from ex- an experienced player like Kutschke, who's been in those situations countless times, and to still be doing that is just uh, it's not good enough. Pedro, who uh, we mentioned there that missed the, uh, the, the the chance in the second half, he was given the opportunity to uh, to lead the line yesterday. Uh, one of the first times this season that he's been given that chance. How did, how did he fare, guys? I think yesterday he did well. Um, he, he, I think he leads the line very well, generally. But I think, you know, again, with Liverpool's quality and the way they, they play, he wasn't going to get too many chances. Um, it was a big shame, I think, that he... he you missed that that what crucial chance that was, and it was it was really good as well. Like it's a good move from Saar. Um, he showed good vision to to play Jawain, but I think he just didn't wrap his his foot around the ball enough. And it's a shame because we know he's capable of finishing those chances, and he's not going to get you twenty goals a season. But he's able to pop up in, in crucial opportunities, and that was one of those moments. So it's a shame, but I wouldn't really beat him too much with it because he, he's I think he's had a good season and he had a good game again yesterday. Yeah, did you think the uh, the decision to to back Pedro by Hodgson was um you know really telling Jordan? But he had King and Dennis available, but uh, opted to go with uh, with with Pedro up 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 front. You know, it just seemed to yeah. me as though you know it was a a real sign there that that he, he believes in him. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think he offers something, you know, different. I think he is able to to carry the ball. He can create. He can play a little bit deeper. And you know, against Liverpool, you could be sat quite deep. So you've got someone that can operate a little bit deeper and also bring his wingers into play. We know how important the wide men are to us, especially you look at Chucho in the last game against Southampton. Obviously, Ismail Assar being back, we know um, the threat that we have there. And I think that's something we discussed previously too. Often that central that central forward for us, that striker, is not necessarily seen as the the main source of goals they're often there to be someone that can contribute more on the creative side and help bring those dangerous attackers on, on the wings into play uh, I think Pedro is the best we have at doing that he's he's able to, to play in those areas really well and I think yesterday it wasn't his best game but I thought he led the line you know, pretty well he was able to, to kind of get between the centre-backs but I mean you're playing against Van Dijk and Matip they're, they're a good pairing um, they spread themselves quite well they make it hard to, to close down and obviously the way Liverpool play makes it very difficult for us to to kind of push forward through that forward line and allow Pedro to have much of the ball so it's always going to be a tough game but I thought considering what the options he had and, and what he was able to do in that in that 90 minutes I thought he did pretty well it was a shame obviously you know the, the finish was, was just wide and it was, it was close and it was some good interplay with him and I believe it was Saar who set him up and that's what he's there for. It just It's just the situation we're in right now. We're in, you know, in, a, in a situation we have to be taking the chances. We're not making a ton of chances per game. Um, we have to kind of capitalise the ones we do make and it's it's disappointing. It's a shame. But um, yeah, overall, I thought he was good and I, I don't really see too much of a reason to, to drop him after that. I think he's still you know, putting a good performance and this is still a promising uh, display from, from a young player and I think he's still going to be important for the remainder, remainder of the season. Kamara was another one who came out with a lot of plaudits after after yesterday's game. He, he continues to impress Aaron. I swear we don't deserve him. It's ridiculous we managed to get a player like him from a side who were, I believe, right at the top of the league end to convince him to join a side in a relegation battle. He's far too good for us. Um, if we go down, we immediately manage to keep him because he's such a good player. Um, he's impressed me so much since he arrived. And even like just the upgrade, it's, like, it's such a big upgrade from, from Danny Rose and Adam Messina. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait for to see what more we can get from him. And I hope, I hope we can keep him. Yeah, he really balances that defence, doesn't he, Jordan? Yeah, I think we. I think it's been a while, really, since you know kind of the Adam Massner era has gone for a few years, and I think it's been a while since we've seen uh, that balance on the left to uh, kind of what we have on the right with Kiko. I think you know we saw how important, especially last season, how important Kiko was for us from fullback. Um, and I expect Kamara should we be in the same situation next year? Should we be relegated? It'll be important, or should we stay up? I think it'll be important. He does contribute going forward. I thought he tied a little bit. I thought the last ten minutes he was a bit ropey, but he had a you know he had a tough game against uh, against Salah there. But he was able to again use the ball well. We've all talked about the mass, and we, the frustration really comes from him. A few moments in it, defensively, he can kind of be a bit rash and, and make some strange mistakes. But the big the big difference between the two is the, the use of the ball, the possession. Um, you know, we're all very familiar. With that chip ball forward from Adam Asner. We get a little bit more from, from Kamara there. He's able to look into midfield, take a few more risks and actually execute passes going into the forward positions into midfield and he can carry the ball. So I think he's just a much more complete uh, complete player there. Um, and in a team, we need to have that balance. We have to have that defensive ability, but we need to be scoring goals. We need to be getting forward and creating chances. Our wingers are so important and, and having solid or good fullbacks behind wingers, you know, helps bring them into the play, bring them into the game. And uh, yeah, he's, he's been a really useful signing. Probably the best, um, one of the best January signings we've had in a while, I'd say. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Samir wasn't bad yesterday either, though, was he? I thought he was decent as well. Yeah, since Samir has has joined us, he's very rarely put a foot wrong and he's deservedly kept his place in the side. Yeah, I think, again, you talk about balance. It's, again, that left foot on the left side. 
makes a huge difference it, it, it's the first time i've really had that since britos and it's it's um yeah it's, it's, it's been it's been a good upgrade and i think we talked about defensive issues you know being a big concern for us in january and i know there's defensive frailties that are a little bit bigger than just personnel problems but i think the, the two the two players we brought in they, they've done pretty well i think you have to kind of give a little bit of credit for the, to the recruitment team there identifying two players and obviously one came from Udinese, um but identifying two players that can come in and help the team and they've come in and they've kind of played every minute they've possibly been able to so it does show there's been uh, some success there and I think as a parent they've, they've done pretty well on that left hand side yeah millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy that's just not who I am but Noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, coming up then, uh, a couple of really big games for, for Watford. Games that we should be certainly in the fight for against. Firstly, Leeds and then Brentford, both at Vicarage Road. Leeds picked up a point yesterday. Climbed a little bit further away, but they've uh, played a game extra than Watford. And it certainly is a six-pointer, this one coming up. It, you know, you'd normally say home advantage is, is something that uh, Watford would be pleased to have. But we haven't performed very well at home. And uh, it doesn't really feel that way. But uh, it still is a massive game, though, Aaron. Yeah, and the, the home form is a big reason why we... It's, it's really the reason we'll stay up, I think, because we've got a tough run away from home. We've got, we've still got Man City to play... Uh, we've got Chelsea, we've got uh, Palace as well, put four, four past us. And so, um, yeah, the, the home form is really crucial. Um, a bunch of winnable games, um, even like I think Leicester at home we've got as well. But even then, if we can if we can perform, there's no reason we can't get, we can nick a win off of them. 
Um, I, for me, I think that's the that'll be the difference between survival and relegation because I just can't see us picking any um, many if, if any points um, away from home. With the games we've got at home, um, there's, you know, there's there's no excuses to not get I think close to maximum points. Otherwise, it, it might be curtains. How have you rated Leeds under Jesse March since he's, since he's come in, Jordan? It's been a visible improvement. Um, it's it's been much better, and it's it's kind of been a little bit more stability, obviously. But just that that change and that fresh approach, it's allowed them to 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 kind of progress and move on a little bit. They were they were playing. It's difficult with Leeds because because we also got them playing above their means so well. Um, there was always kind of the fear that it would it would tail off a little bit, and I think. Now they've been able to kind of shift approach and reset. I think he's done a good job of getting his points across and, and, and quickly adapting to uh, to the team he's at and, and finding a way to win games and get points. And that's obviously what any team in a relegation battle needs. And I think you look at Leeds now, you look at Brentford, you probably say um, they're pretty much out of this uh, this race. You can still look at it as a six-pointer because I guess it's that final game. If they got a win at Vicarage Road, I think they'd, they'd feel pretty confident that um, their their position is, is relatively safe now. Um, I think it will come down to the to the Everton Everton and Burnley and us uh, for that that kind of those positions. Really, it's only one of us that's staying up out of those, um, and I think that's where it's going to like go down to. So it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, same with Brentford too. Picking up those points seems to just pull them far enough away that it seems difficult for us to. Uh, to, to catch up he's a very likable character as well isn't he jesse marshall i mean i have to admit i'm a, I'm a bit jealous of uh of that kind oh, of manager yeah. it's the kind of guy that i want i want um you know at, at the vic well those sorts of appointments are you know that's that's what we all would have um all would have kind of enjoyed and we all take i think most of us would have taken that gamble over someone like hodgson there were some that felt positive about hodgson of course i can you know i can i can understand that as well but i think a lot of us did feel that we wanted someone just a little bit more, a little bit more interesting, perhaps approach it a different way. I think a lot of clubs are going down the route of, of finding alternate avenues to to get out of these situations and to move forward as a club. Obviously, his his kind of remit for this season is very clear. There's very one very clear objective, the same as Roy Hodgson. But the difference is when this season's over, should they avoid relegation, they've got someone in place they can, they feel they can kind of progress with as a club and move forward. Uh, whereas you know we'll be we'll be searching for someone else and, and reassessing that situation in the summer. Um, yeah, that is, it's a, it's an interesting appointment. I think it's one that if you're a Leeds fan, you feel pretty positive about this time, uh, and you can maybe say that this this one uh, the appointment at Watford is a little bit more a little bit more divisive. What would you do moving on to Leeds, Aaron? What what would your <laughs> approach be? Well, I just think we need to be a bit more effective in, in attack. Um, I think Leeds is still suspect defensively. Um, I think it would change. They'll still be like I said, suspect. So I think if we can, you know, under Roy Hodgson, we should be able to. Um, stay strong. I'd say straight, stay strong defensively. We're not really so far, but there's been. A, I think there's been a visible improvement in the last two games against Liverpool and Southampton. So, I, if I think if we can stay strong enough defensively um, and be more effective at attack, we should be able to nip a win. Um, I was a bit wary if Leeds were to get if they were to lose at Southampton, there they would have been. You know, they would have wanted to. They wouldn't have wanted to lose two in a row, especially against Watford, um, such a crucial game. So I think. They didn't lose luckily, but I think um, it's, it's it's just crucial that we we avoid them playing to their strengths. Um, again, we've got home advantage. Who knows how much that means based off the season so far? Um, but like I said, it's just an absolutely massive game that we have to win. Um, and it, it, it's it's I think I think Leeds could easily pull away if they if they were to beat us, so they'll want it as well. So um, just be sure that we don't let them. An interesting one. I think it's going to be difficult for us because we we're going to naturally want to press on a little bit and. 
obviously that I think that's one of the issues that's kind of affected us at home too is that that feel that need to to be a little bit more aggressive it's because we've been so so up and down we've had so many frailties opening ourselves up is never normally a good thing and playing away from home when you, you you're a counter-attacking team it's always going to benefit you somewhat um obviously the kind of way the fixtures are set out right now our away games are just visibly tougher than the, than the home games in terms of team on team but uh, the Leeds one will be interesting because they have so much pace in those forward areas obviously you know you look at the look at Harrison James Rafinha Rodrigo all these players that can play in that way if you are pressing onto them you leave any space then you could get punished and it's tough. I don't want to see one of those situations where I try. I try to recall the last against um, against Palace. Even where you have you have this opportunity and you kind of start to open up a little bit, but you're not really kind of taking control of the game. You're just hopelessly probing, like we did against Palace, uh, and not really finding opportunities, not making clear cut chances, and then eventually you kind of start to press on and you get you know you get countered and then suddenly you're kind of out of the game in, in not too much time and I do worry that we could see a repeat of that sort of performance if we don't approach it in the right way if we're there and we play like an away game we try and play stubborn against a team that we're also happy to sit back and, and it could be a, a, a bit of a dull game or it could be open it's really hard to predict but I think it's um, it's an interesting matchup and I'll be interested to see how we do approach it um, and, and also how Leeds approach it too because there's nothing to say they won't they won't come here and actually try and be a little bit more dominant, in which case that we're playing to our hands, I do think, but um, they do have the quality to do so. So it, it remains to be seen, but it's a hard one to predict at this point, I'd say. What would you have to say if I, if I, if I asked you, honestly, if you, if you think we're going to manage to retain Premier League status this season? Yeah, it's not a foregone conclusion. I mean, it's, it's, still, it's still possible. I think that you can take, I'd say you can take more positives away recently than what you would have been out to a couple of weeks ago. The fact is we had some good performances, obviously got a win at Villa and it wasn't, there was a little bit of a turbulence after that, but having a win at Southampton, a good performance at Liverpool, you could maybe see there are some improvements. You could you could maybe find some things to to feel a little bit more confident about. And I think I think we should try and be confident in these in these situations. It's obviously a lot, you know, tough things to overcome, uh, being the situation we're in. Everton obviously have games in hand, but you know, we have to we have to try. And I think if you look at these I hate the cliche, but you have to just kind of focus on these games in a singular sense. Um, because everyone now, these home games they must pick up points, must win. I think if we come out of this game with a loss, even a draw, it's you know it's not quite enough. We have to be winning, so a lot will, a lot will be decided. Not decided, but I think a lot of people's minds will be fully decided after the game on Saturday. I think if there is a defeat, it, it's it is completely done for us. Yeah, um, and that, that's kind of the situation we're in. So we've been saying for weeks how big these games are, but I do genuinely feel like this one is is the biggest in, in that sense. It would certainly kick us onto the right frame of mind for for Brentford coming up after Leeds. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's it's a it's a double thing. It's a it's, yeah. You you get the thing is if you lose the if you lose the game, it's done. I feel quite strongly about that. But if you win the game, you're kind of halfway to kind of getting that positive feeling because you have to do the same against Brentford too. I think it's the same against Brentford. You lose, you beat Leeds, and you lose to Brentford, and I think that's still done as well. I think you have to be have to be finding ways to win both of these games, and it remains to be seen if we've got a squad that's capable of doing that. I think we do. Uh, but it's going to take uh, it's going to be so many factors at play. But I think if we if we have a little bit of luck and, and we go into these games in the right manner, then there's there's no reason we can't. It, it's just uh, yeah, it's going to be very tense. That's that's what I think. Leeds are a team that uh, you know are struggling to find form at the minute. But Brentford, they've uh, you know really kicked on, haven't they? They were looking fantastic yesterday as they beat uh, a Chelsea side that had you know a number of their best players featuring and you know the signing of Ericsson now is is just looking like a you know a masterstroke yeah I think the um signing of Ericsson in particular is kind of the, the 
type of signing we might may have wanted to complete. Um, but that's just that, that's a separate issue with our own recruitment. Um, Brentford, I think they should easily be able to get out of it now. I, I don't think they were much trouble. Um, they'll, they'll take momentum from this, this win of, of Chelsea. Um, I think they were probably ahead of it anyway. I think it would be, let's say, something special for them to be dragged back into it with the amount of, of kind of the poor teams down there. Um, I personally think that whoever stays up will benefit from there just simply being three worst teams because there's just so much of it down there. Um, so Brentford should be fine. Um, and then it's just about the rest of the team is trying to get out of, the, out of it themselves, like like Brentford have. It's tough, isn't it? Because it's just, you look at the table, really, you are, you're really hoping that Everton just capitulate and collapse. They've obviously got three games in hand on us, which is a massive worry. Um, otherwise, we have to try and drag one of Leeds and, and Brentford back into it. And Leeds are obviously the closest to us. But you look at the last five games, Brentford and Leeds, I mean, Brentford have now got three wins, two losses, and, and Leeds are on two wins, two losses in the draw. So it is better form than us, of course, but we, we kind of have to we have to try and find a way to, to stay around this as long as possible. And just, you know, if we could if we could pull them down just a little bit more, that would be the, the best chance we have because we are asking a lot of Everton to, to continue to lose. But actually, one thing I didn't actually realise is that we have a game in hand on Leeds and Brentford. I actually missed the fact that we, were, we had that, that opportunity there. Yeah, that's uh, probably the Everton game, isn't it, that hasn't been... Yeah, rearranged yet, uh, and it feels really important now. What date they decide that's going to be slotted mm-hmm. in? Um, you know, if you if you put that, I would say after the Brentford game, assuming that Leeds as, uh, and Leeds and Brentford, uh, mm. you know, can be can be beaten by Watford, then that would be a you know a great position for it to be. If you put it, for example, maybe after the the Man City game. Maybe it would be, you know, a different feeling in, in that one. I don't know. Yeah. And also, too, I think that's another thing you have to consider is just, you know, injuries, fitness, availability is going to be a, play a big part. Obviously, having some players back, having this Minasar back, we're kind of looking a little bit more more like ourselves in terms of the, the squad we can put together. And he wasn't featuring, but, you know, we have Nkuli returning. Um, so we are going to have a few more options. And it, it, that could that could be a big deciding factor in, in, in the run-in, too, you know, depending on what, what we have. And with fixtures coming a little bit, a little bit faster if we had that midweek fixture then yeah it's another factor to, factor to, uh, to consider so it should be interesting but yeah there's a lot lot to play for still I just think it's so important that we start building momentum at the end of the season um, so get like you said about Leeds if we, if we draw if we lose um, then that will make things seem even worse but if we, if we can get a win then that should hopefully set up a bit of it should start a bit of form um, give the players a bit of confidence and we can you know, build and hopefully Get out, hopefully pick up enough results for the next few games that we can maybe afford to drop maybe a point um, after that. So I think momentum is crucial. Um, and again, that starts with Leeds. Aaron, you've been to every away game this season, barring two. Um, people yeah. often say that or remark that uh, the away fans are the, you know, the real hardcore fans. What's the kind of mood at the minute uh, from talking to people that you, that you go with? Um, it's very similar um, to, to what I've been saying, to be honest. Um, you know, it's a lot of kind of, not necessarily negativity, but there's not much faith. Um, people often go into away games just because they want to open up the day out. Um, it's, I've been saying for a while, actually, the reason I prefer the away games to the home games this season is because, you know, it's it's a new ground every day. It's a, it's a day out rather than going to a ground that you're used to, um, going to every single, every other week. But the results are the, results are the same and they're, they're often losses. So the mood hasn't been amazing. Um, the games obviously dictate that, you know, for example, Wolves, 
was just really awful. Uh, for, it was three and a half to 20 minutes, I think. Um, there weren't <laughs> yeah. that many people there. The atmosphere was very, very flat compared to, say, Southampton, which was, you know, we were, even Southampton, we weren't like, we didn't have much faith at all. We were, we were really making fun of the players and all that with the whole, um, you know, we'll lose the ball, we'll get in the background and stuff. But even then, straight after that, we scored and that, that lifted everyone. Um, and the fans were just amazing that day. So, yeah, the, the mood, it, it, it varies, um, but it's it's been a lot of fun. Even, even with the poor results, it has been a lot of fun. Yeah, well, I mean, of the last sort of uh, five or, or six away games, you've seen a couple of victories and a, you know, a, a decent draw against Man United. I mean, it's, it's not been that bad as an away fan recently, but uh, you're right, that, that Wolves game was uh, was quite depressing, wasn't it? Very depressing, I've got to say. <laughs> it was depressing um, to watch from, a, from the TV, let alone be there. Yeah. That was one of those ones you really, really sympathise with the guys that travelled down. Uh, yeah, I think we commented on that at the time. It was a rough, rough show. And to be over so early as well, oh, the worst. I think that's that's my worst game of the season. I had to, I had to stop watching it. So I don't know, I don't know how hard it was to be in the stadium. Did yeah. anyone leave? Did anyone leave after the uh, after the third goal? Uh, Sam Uko left after. I think I think Sam Uko left when it was three 0 but he came back. He told us he was going to leave. Uh, but there were a bunch of people left early. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it's been a hard season as a Watford fan. It has. It really has. Very. Well, hopefully we'll be rewarded with a, uh, a positive outcome in the next few weeks and something to uh, to, to look up, look forward to. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. In a couple of home games, get back to the Vic. And we should be challenging for these. We should be challenging for these. And, you know, I'm also excited to see Brentford as well. Because uh, yeah. I can't remember the last time I saw uh, Watford Brentford at home. It must be. A... Well, at the very least, it's going to be it's going to be entertaining. In the very least, in the sense that it's it's going to be high stakes. Every game now is going to be high stakes. So obviously, it's way more entertaining if you win, um, way more enjoyable. But the the pressure is going to be there. You know, these games are going to you're going to feel that that atmosphere is going to be different. It does change things. It's not just a, it's not just making up the league fixtures. These are all important games. So it's going to be interesting. It should be fun. Um, and hopefully, as I said, it's a positive outcome. But um, you're not kind of going into these filler fixtures now. This is something that's going to be vital, and uh, I, I think everyone will be aware of that, and everyone will feel that, and it should it should reflect on the uh, on the atmosphere. I imagine. Right onwards and upwards. Then uh, Leeds and Brentford to come. There'll be pods after both of those. Hopefully, talking about victories. Uh, I want to thank Aaron for joining us uh, this afternoon. Thanks for, for for chatting with us, Aaron. It was a, it was a delight to have you on. And Jordan, uh, once again. Um, it's always great having you here and uh, I'm sorry that we were talking about another defeat but it felt like there was a lot of few positives to take away yeah man it's not it's not the, it's not the Wolves game conversation is it could be a no, lot worse <laughs> it could indeed and look, as, I, as I said there's a lot, lot to a uh, lot to be interested in for the final few final few games so um, yeah it's going to come thick and fast and uh, a lot to cover looking forward to it good stuff well from Jordan and from Aaron and from myself uh, we've been the Watford Buzz and we'll see you next time goodbye
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.